at JCPenney's Memorial Day sale, sizzling deals are on with storewide doorbusters all weekend. Or bring home savings up to 50% during our Memorial Day home sale. Save even more with your coupons. And for all former and active military personnel, enjoy an extra 10% off in-store. Just show a valid military or VA ID at checkout. Shopping is back. JCPenney. Coupon valid on select styles through 530. Some exclusions apply. Doorbusters valid 526 through 530 and excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details. Love Talk Radio. Hello, welcome to La Cosa Nostra Radio. We are a poetry family located at allpoetry.com. And I'd like to thank Kevin and the crew for giving us a place to call home. We believe in freedom of speech. However, not all of the views and opinions on the show by the guests and poets are reflective of La Cosa Nostra ownership and management and are of their own free will. Enjoy this La Costa Nostra program. Okay, welcome, welcome. Extra innings has now come after 13 and a half hours. Ruth Deere, you're our star batter, the real babe out there, as in Babe Ruth. Sunny day to be out and about before the game. Poems are hit the recital. Going to be a hell of a start of a better career. We could all hope, Babe Ruth. Ringley Field, all stars only have the hope to catch a foul ball in the surrounding bleacher. Whoever put the shortstop by second base was obsessed on keeping an eye for the pitcher. One slide ball in the league should specially ensure the water boy. If the little old lady stays in with the money, they have to roll up the proceeding using brown paper bags. To save one for me when I'm with my girlfriend who's embarrassed anyone notices together in public. She doesn't have a securable tracking device. And so... 
I'm telling all those old telephone numbers, somebody's bound to be able to front you the million-dollar man, the book you pretend you didn't gamble on the Kansas City Royals or the Tampa Raiders. And now, my ever-lovely co-host, Boo! <laughs> How are you, Boo? Hey, what's up? <laughs> you cracked me up, Brad. Hello. I don't know much about baseball. Yeah, uh, cracked you up like Cracker Jack, popcorn. Yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. All good in the hood. And uh, <laughs> how are you doing tonight, Boo? You're at the ball Thank game. You. I'm fine. How are you? I made it. I'm glad you could. They didn't try to block you or barricade you up at the front gate. So uh, <laughs> we have one caller so far on the line for extra innings tonight. I would uh, like to introduce uh, Sala onto the show. Sala, hello. Hello. Hello, Boo. How are you? I could hear you. you. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I didn't say anything too bad. That's why it's so funny. (laughs) No, that's why I didn't say anything too bad. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's why I said I better send her a message before she says something. You were like, I know Boo's mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, okay, I'm sure there are other people the online. So, my, you're welcome, my dear friend. And and I'm sure there are other people online, so I'll let you move on. <laughs> Not yet. We're waiting, but there's another show going on. I think it's still going, so it might be some people over over there. Oh, I see. But we don't mind. We're going to have a ball game anyway. Yeah, they're right, all right now on the board discussing links. I don't know anything about that because the show is going on right now. And uh, so <laughs> without any further ado, uh, until someone else calls, this is going to have to be the panelist. And uh, I'm going to read uh, this poem, Independence by Steam Machine. Independence. Independence. I'm humbly dependent on a dependent on the grazing cow in the field for milk such animals as the government with bombs lodged in their sleeves. I'm hopelessly dependent on dependent for water drawn from the deep well without poison from the factories and the dependent grunts in the field. And the clothes made in China, that land of mirrored skyscrapers and billion busy dependents praying for rain for the crops. I shop for breakfast in the slumbering markets in my pajamas for lunch and supper. My Bitcoin frizzies named Chloe dog food. My wife weaving dependent wages. I am dependent on dependencies of dependent, dependence. And I can't escape. Who can escape? And poem. This is definitely quite the culture right. Any uh, form of population that they feel about existing within a set of government. And, uh, you know, all forms of economy are provided somehow through the state of which uh, you can only understand to whom and what extent do we draw our dependencies in order to exist the way we do in, in this society. How the poet reflects on the natural resources of water as well as the agricultural aspects, what there is of the cows, the way the land is cultivated in order to uh, provide for the general population are all very true there 
in the right. Before proceeding further, there is one more caller. Is that you, Rex? It's Naomi. Naomi, sorry. Hello. Like not necessarily only state everything. Um, we depend in general to eat really, except for people who who really are few do this. Depend on what they call them. They they uh, they cultivate the, like farm and have. Uh, they try to they really depend on themselves. What what is the the Philadelphia? What they are called? I forgot the name. I'm losing the name. Leaches? You know they have their own. No, I'm kidding. Pardon me. No Philadelphia. They live no, in Philadelphia, no. Pennsylvania. What are they called? Oh. Oh, they build. They have. Oh, own, you mean like, like the um, yeah, Amish. Uh-huh. Amish. Amish. The Amish. The Amish. Uh-huh. The Amish. How they do? Yeah. No, I'm, uh, Amish. No. How they live is like very self-dependent. I understand. Yes, that's one aspect. But this is trying to be more of a higher social cause than just certain people yeah. who are independent on farming. <laughs> I understand. No, I understand that. But I'm saying. There are so many different kind of independence, absolutely. Like, as he said, on grazing cow in the field of milk, on such animal, the government, absolutely, he said directly here about the government. But in general, I said, we, we can, in life, as a human being, we mostly are dependent. We can't. We just can't. Like, you need to eat. You need to write. You need to get clothes. So most of us are really dependent, even if it's the government. There's no escape from it, except for some people do. That's what I was trying to say. Thank you, Sala. Mm-hmm. My Wonderful pleasure. Feedback. Naomi, did you hear the right by steam machine, or did you come no, too, I'm, too late? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm in the it's middle okay. of making spaghetti. And, uh, <laughs> the next comment will <laughs> then go to Boo, while Naomi works on pasta. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well I think I mean he's talking about he's dependent on so many things I don't know it gets gets, well I mean for me it gets annoying when so many people are dependent on you for everything you wonder if they can make their own tie their own shoes from time to time Um, I like the wordplay though with the the dependencies and dependent and all the um can escape, who can escape. I guess he's trying to say to me, we're all dependent on something, whether it be good or bad or, you know, high or low or whatever, hopelessly dependent on, we all need somebody, we all need something. I think that's maybe what he's saying, to me anyway. And um, we're not going to get out of it, I guess. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Dystopian, but politically true. And uh, Mm -hmm. I would like to proceed with the recital to another one we missed. Which, uh, Wayne, I, I hope you're getting better from the COVID-19 virus. 
So wow. I'm gonna I didn't know. Read it for you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna read this for you, buddy. Last Friday night. And it's on a, a tragedy which happened recently in Kentucky that had to do with tornadoes. Last Friday night. It was a lovely December day, temperature a little warm, had gone shopping, everything was about norm, ordered a pizza and salad to relax and eat. I was thinking everything was going sweet. My neighbor joined me. We ate and talked a while. Always like we're smart with a lovely smile. As she was leaving, we heard a noise. It sounded like thunder or maybe the boys. Then it came the thunder. My whole house shook. Said, go get the girls while I take a look. Off she went, but she looked like she was going to cry. Turned on the TV, and I learned why. Lights went out. Wind was howling. I could hear lots of crashes. Covered up and would peek out to see the flashes. It was all over in about 10 minutes or so. What had happened, I really didn't know. Went to the neighbors. The girls were crying. Knew I had to stay cool, and I was trying. We looked around. There was stuff lying everywhere. Told one of the girls we'd drive over there. Made it down the street. Cannot believe what we saw. Trees were blown over or broken that were really tall. Streets were blocked. I could see up ahead. Looked at the girl said, I bet some people are dead. December 11th, 2021, 16 died, 600 homes destroyed. And poem. Yes, uh, I heard about this on the news, the devastating effects of a tornado outbreak, which happened on that date in Kentucky. And the fatality number was steep, but so was the destruction of the homes. Naomi, how do you think of this right by Wayne? Jen. Oh, yeah, it just, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, well, it's hard to, to, to put into words, you know, the, the devastation that you feel from this tragedy. Um, yeah, I just say that we're with you there, Wayne, and I know he went through such a hard time, you know, and, uh, he was telling me how he, uh, he bought up all these gifts. And he was gonna give them out at Christmas to the kids, you know, in the in the town because of the what what had happened, and uh, because he he wow. the COVID and everything, he couldn't he couldn't do it. So what he did is he just kind of like delivered them, I guess, to the doors. And then after he got COVID, and so now he's down with COVID. I think he, but he from the last message he sent me, he's feeling better though. He's he 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 beat it and he's he's getting That's better. Good to hear. So yeah, he went he went through a hard hard time there, poor Wayne. So you know my heart goes out to you, Wayne, and uh, hope you're back soon. And uh, you know we're we're all with you. I think you know such a great guy, stand up guy, and yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we feel for you. Thank you, Naomi, for sharing all that empathy that America needs right now over this tornado tragedy in December. What about you, Sala? How do you think of this, right? It's really touching and moving. The picture itself just already saying so much. Um, It's it's kind of really tragic. Um, Naomi said it very well. It's I mean, what shows here? He's talking about. Unity in dark time. Some people still come together. I really 
see that in the store. My neighbor, my neighbor, repeated so my went to the neighbors, the girls. It's just um, some people when they are in um, tragic, like such a thing, they just think of themselves. They don't think about others. And here it's the opposite. It's really showing how, in spite of this um, tragedy that touched, like. I'm sure he was scared and the children, but he's still thinking of the neighbors and others. And it shows who Wayne is really. And I'm really sorry. I had no idea that he had COVID, so I hope he recovers soon. We miss you, Wayne. And hope if you hear that, cheer up. And he has a sense of humor in everywhere, even if it's sad, where he said... um, I don't know, there's something, you just try to brighten things, that sometimes you're not sense of humor, try to brighten uh, um, even the sad moments. Thank you, Sala. Yes, we have to remember, these are all real human beings here, the writers, and what goes on in the United States of America. So, that would leave, uh, boo, what about you and, and this right? Yeah, I uh, Wayne told me about the he was sick too, and it's uh, it's that you get better, but about the right, like Sala said, you can see his heart's still in there, and the humor's still in there. That's just Wayne. That's who he is. Like he can't change himself. The concern and the compassion. He's always worried about other people, um, more than himself. I think that's important. Um, I didn't. I didn't. See, I don't really. <laughs> It's going to sound bad, but I don't really watch the news because it's so freaking depressing. And um, it's one of the reasons why I probably should, but um, I don't know. I've never been to a, been to a hurricane, never like this, but um, it doesn't sound too good. And I think he described it well, and he brought it to the forefront and made us aware, and he uh, did it with Wayne's style. And, you know, it hit six, it hit six Those storms can be one. pretty violent. Yeah, it hit six God states weather. from what I read. You know that it hit six states, uh, Boo? Not one only, six, yeah. six states in a row. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, so needle, like right? so many, it looks so, so terrifying. Like so many deaths. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. unfortunate. Yeah, that looks, I've been to a hurricane, but I mean, that looks just terrible. I mean, I don't even know how many, a lot of people died, huh? It's terrible. You never know. You know, well, we should probably let the ladies go first, just in case, too. Um, yes, uh, yeah? I was going to let Sala go next now. And, Boo, do you yeah. have a right? And Naomi, I can wait. Naomi, I, can I have anything yours in the folder. Naomi. I, yeah, I, I do. I just haven't put it over you there. Oh, I'm not in a hurry, uh, Raz. I'm just oh, going to hang in with you till you can go. I'm okay. going to hang in with you guys till Yay. 11. Wait, too. I want to wait, too. To wait, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. We'll help you read. 
We'll help you yeah. read and comment. Yeah. We'll read. It doesn't matter if it's a male or female. We can all read. It doesn't matter. So just yeah. pick somebody. All right. Somebody here. This is definitely a, a sudden change of luck here. I thought we were having an entirely different discussion, but uh, I guess you have to go with the rolls and the punches. You got to do what you the boss what, says, Raz. What's going to go on on that field, yeah. So, uh, solid, <laughs> since uh, you offered to read, I, I was wondering if you could possibly read uh, Beautiful Blade Mars' poem, which was left over, Hunger. Yeah, and I'd be honored. Yeah. Oh, I'd love for uh, her to be definitely there on the board. <laughs> Unless you give that to Naomi. <laughs> okay, here we go. Hunger by Beautiful Blade Mars. Your eyes hunger, my body craving the feel. Uh, <laughs> you're right. I you should have Naomi read that one. Okay, I, I, yeah, yeah, Naomi would do better than me. I'm, I'm stupid here. <laughs> sorry, Naomi. Can you take that one on in, Naomi? Yes. Sorry, oh, sorry. Yeah. So, sorry, Blaine. I'm sure Blaine. No, sorry. There's I'm nothing sure wrong saw. with your IQ. We're, we're not. Uh, I'm sure Saul would have read it. I should have, I'm yeah. sure Saul would have read it good. But anyway, yeah. if you want me to read it, I can read it. <laughs> hunger. You your eyes. Read hung- the right, Naomi, if you can. <laughs> hunger by beautiful yeah. Blaine Mars. <laughs> okay. Hung- hunger. Your eyes. Hunger. My body craving the feel of your fingertips on my flesh. Enraptured by my beauty, lust hangs heavy on our lips. I am lost to your touch, heart racing at the slick sensation between my thighs. It is a complex need spoken in silence and moans. You call me beautiful. Our breath fogging the glass. So the mirror cannot see a moment between lovers' secret sin personifying unspoken want for satisfaction. No need to hide lipstick bruises on your neck. Red stuck to the collar of your shirt, discarded on the floor. Forgotten fabric of our lives entwined together as lust hangs heavy on our lips and I am craving the feel of your fingertips on my flesh. End poem. Definitely. Sometimes it seems one is overwhelmed by that urge to go ahead and Make love, or as I heard someone recently say, uh, listen to make baby music. So, uh, <laughs> Sala, what do you think of this, right? Um, you beautifully read it, um, Naomi. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> and <laughs> um, I just, I would be giggling like crazy. Anyway. Uh, it's very, it's different. I never re- really heard her, or not heard her, uh, seen her writing um, such essential um, poetry like this. It's, it's beautiful. It's so longing for the, the repetition, your eyes hunger, the, again and again, even the bottom of the, the, the repetition. <laughs> I can't find my words. Um, 
it's really beautiful. I'm sorry. I just like really get shy to move on. <laughs> sorry, Dave. Yeah, I can feel a bit of a blushing there. Thank you, Shala, yeah. for the positive <laughs> feedback. <laughs> Naomi, you read the right very well indeed. It was great. Uh, what What do you think of this? Hunger by Beautiful Blade Mars. This is this is beautifully written. I mean, you know, so sensual and so, uh, ooh, just dripping here. Um, and mm-hmm. I see that she read to the to the quote uh, to the prompt. Do you feel beautiful? And you know, may, having making love to somebody that is really there and you know wants to satisfy your needs and is in rut enraptured by you and everything well that does make you feel darn beautiful you know it's really you know written right to that prompt do you feel beautiful and i think this this uh along every line here uh this just reeks with with uh, seduction and and sense and and uh, sensuality and lust and it is beautiful you know, love making is beautiful, and she she made it beautiful here, and uh, yeah, I can see how she she won there in that contest because uh, this is a beautiful right. Thank you, Naomi. I can hear a bit of that righteous brothers thrown in, baby. I need your love. Boom. <laughs> what about you and the right? By beautiful Blade Mars. Sounds like baby making music. <laughs> <I'm kidding>. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, you know, when somebody's like totally into you, like she says, enraptured by her beauty, um, lust hangs heavy on our lips. Like you don't get much better than that, really. And uh, Naomi, I think you read it so beautiful. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I'm going to laugh if Salva reads it. I didn't think you were going to read it. Uh, no, you, I, um, I, I just, uh, I'm I know sorry, you're I didn't shy. know what okay. no, no, sensation between my thighs, it's complex needs spoken <laughs> in silence and in moans. That's all you need. There's no other words required when it's that good. And, uh, you know, I think our, our breath fogging the glass and the mirror can't see. That's pretty hot and steamy. The whole thing sounds like a good night, but, uh, Poetically done, <laughs> beautiful wording, and I love the little reasons the lipstick bruises on your neck, red stuck to your collar, your shirt. She's like forgetting, she's just going for it. Very, very uh, hot, great job. And he's, yep, lucky lady. <laughs> <laughs> I need some of that. The little spirit's getting lucky tonight. All right, and me too. Mm-hmm. I Next, take some uh, on the title list. You could use a little name. Yeah. <laughs> Girls, sign me up. Next on the recital list would be Innocence Relinquished by Robert Kaleski. Innocence Relinquished. I can read. I can read this one. It's, it's something yeah, that I can read. That you one. want to read this one? Yeah. By I Robert Kaleski. Yeah. Yes. No, it one, also <laughs> has what do you know? Sexual connotations. Oh no! 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 Oh, okay. Would you do mine? I, bet, I, I know, no, no. Then you go. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> so I'll read the poem. Oh my God! Innocence relinquished. Robert Pletsky. I made love to you between sheets of paper, 
filling your red wine and every letter, dreaming for the night thick with lust, kissing up and down your curves, your heaps and thighs, playing with your innocence, touching it with my pen. Now when finally together, the daydreaming is no more. Every part of you sits, the ash, your blouse is an open page. Fingers find the buttons to turn your lights on. Exhale the width of ether into your lips. Make you transparent, lightheaded, lose your innocence. You run fingers on the violin strings, tune the fiddlehead with your tongue. The fiddle plays you, the joy tunes. The hard nugget of pain brings love, and the lust spills the red wine onto the sheets. Well, this is definitely uh, one way of being extremely romantic with uh, classical music. What do you think of this, right? I didn't feel you would ask me that first. <laughs> uh, well, anybody that adds music and love making, hey, those are two of my favorite things. <laughs> so <laughs> it sounds good, and you're knocking shit over, and it's hot and heavy, and you don't really care what's breaking and what's spilling. Um, it sounds good to me, too. Uh, yeah, I like this is different for Robert, I think. But then again, look at the picture. Um, I love how he talks about the poetry and the words. I made love to you between sheets of paper, spilling your red wine in every letter. This really, really, it's really tasteful and classy and hot. And, um, yeah, he sounds like he's taking what he wants. I don't know if this is a dream or real, but either way, lucky dude. Great job. Just something different for him. You can only get what you deserve in this world. Other people, they just take yeah. it from you. So, Naomi, what about you and this, right? Oh, I found this fantastic. I mean, this can be a a whole metaphor also for for, uh, writing poetry, I think. You know, I made love to you between sheets of paper, uh, spilling a red wine in every letter, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, kissing up and down your curves, you know, the, the curves of words, you know. Uh, playing with words here. So this can, you know, can be taken uh, like playing music, writing writing uh, a song or writing a poem or, or just, you know, straight in your face, uh, lovemaking, you know. But this, this is what's wonderful about this right is that you can look at it from all kinds of different angles and uh, interpret it in all kinds of different ways. And that's what amazing poetry does. Uh, lets you do it. it it makes you think you know it makes you ponder it makes you you know dig in deep and uh, this is really uh just amazing right here by Paleski but you know <laughs> it's him so you n- you never expect less <laughs> yeah that, that's why yeah, yeah. i think it talks about I think it talks about making love in words too you yes, don't have to yes, make physical yes. love you can make words in poetry yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I was gonna say, boo. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, that's your love good. letters, your love poems, all that could also be expressed here, depending on the different exactly. energy fields. What about you, Sala, in this right? I agree. I literally was gonna say what Boo said. I feel like uh, it doesn't have. Like, of course, if you love someone, maybe it's not there. With the passion can show in the words as well, or the desire, or the wishes that he wish for absolutely uh, beautifully really I, I, the reason I was I didn't <laughs> never heard him or um, seen a poem of his like this that's why I said I, I read it but it doesn't mean that I 
I look down on this. It's beautiful, but I'm just like shy to read it. That I will lose my words and my voice, but it's really beautiful. Feel like innocence, someone who. That's the most beautiful thing when you love someone. It is innocence. Um, that's what he wished for, I guess, too. That she would lose her innocence with him. That's beautiful, really. And as the Boo said, very classic and very um, just well done. Really beautiful. Every word, every image. They say innocence can only be lost one time, but you never know when you're going to find a new experience of which you thought you had formally recognized. And uh, (laughs) so we're going to proceed with this reading (laughs) into the poem, Purple Scars, Lela Stankavi. I think uh, this one, Sala, can I read it? it? Does seem yes. to be okay. a, a little bit le- less explicit, if you would mind. Yes. Would you please yes. do the honor to read this poem? Purple oh, scars by Lela. Definitely. Oh, sure. Thank you. Yes. Oops. Uh, one second. Perp. Excuse me. I just closed the page. Here we go. Purple scars by Lela Stankovi. Yeah, I guess. She whispered her disapproval of them tearing her apart. And they yelled back, who are you to fight back? Scars tattooed in her mind, bridges still there, but bought with a glance. This first stage keeps ending as the last chapter. She swears, she moved, even has bookmark as a proof. Still nothing is true, and she thinks that's all the clue. But honey, it's just life, and they're tricking you into taking the knife. Some doors are way too cemented. Some windows, windows are way too high. Look at her. Go and not climb. She's just a refreshing disgrace in front of people who wish her all the best, pleading her case. It's when she feels she doesn't belong that her purple scars that made her feel at home and the storm. Wow. Yeah, there are those who will watch you completely self-degrade from drugs or other forms of uh, abuse, but uh, not even say a word. This is real to society, and it's a shock that we should let anyone fall into this level of self-harm or unintentional and external damage. Boo, how do you think of this right? Uh, can you? Can I go next? I'm sorry, I was doing something. All right, you go next, Boo. Sala, you read the poem beautifully. Why don't you uh, critique or give us some feedback of what do you think of Lelis Tukovic's Purple Scars? I mean, this is this is really sad and very dark. Um, it's from the start, even from the title, Purple Scars, we can see there's some pain in here. She whispered her disapproval of them tearing her apart. Some people can really you choose either to fight back, but they leave the scars when you hurt. As she said, like tattooed in your mind. Imagine like tattooing with the needle. That's so painful. Um, but then you keep, you really want to move on to the next chapter. She said she like, even she have the proof how she will mark them. It must be so painful when you think about something must be fresh maybe. Uh, and people tell you it's just life. You know, they're uh, tricking you into the knife. 
um, I love the last stands. There are so much the last two stands. Some doors are way too cemented. Some windows are way too high. You want to try to get out of this, but there is blocked, and, and you want reach, to like, reach high, but it's impossible. Look at Go and Not Rhyme. She's such a refresh. It's just really beautiful. I think there is, um, she have a way, she's a really young, right, Boo? And she has a way of express, expressing herself and friendship. Yeah. It's the worst when people cut you off like this. And they really can leave marks. Some people even kill themselves, like bullying, from bullying. She's it's very great. It's horrible. Yeah, uh, it's very, very sad. It really moved me deeply. Such a great poet. I really uh, treasure her right. She's young. Thank you, She's Stella, too, you know? for uh, letting out yeah. uh, what you feel of this right and what it did to you. Before we proceed with comments, we have a caller. Would this be uh, Sky Home? Hello? Mm-hmm. 603. Sky Home? Hello? Hi. Are you talking to me? Did you say 603? 603, yeah. Yeah, is that you, Debbie? Oh, no, it's Gretchen Meiser. Oh, Hello. I was looking at my phone list. I didn't have you marked up. I'm going to make sure to make a note of that. Right now, I I don't mean to be behind as to uh, what callers are calling in the studio. Nice for you to come to Extra Innings, Gretchen. Would you happen to have had a right that you included in the topic folder for tonight? No, I just called in to listen. You called in to listen to the uh, show? I, Would you prefer I, to be on mute or comment for the, the rights? Oh, put it on mute. Okay, I will. Sorry, thanks. No, 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 Which no, no, no. Do you want to comment? Oh, do I want to comment on the poem? Um, I yes. came in on the poem that are coming up. I, um, I yeah, can comment the on the one, poems right? coming up. Okay, sure. I can comment on it, sure. Okay. Great. All right, stay right there, Gretchen, and we'll get around to you at the next uh, poem right at the recital. So, Naomi, how do you think of Purple Scars by Lella? Uh, she has amazing lines in here. Oh, my gracious. Uh, she swears she moved even has bookmarks as a proof. Bookmarks. That's an amazing, uh, you know, amazing uh, word there, to a uh, use of word there. And uh, also look at her go and not rhyme. You know, she doesn't have to rhyme. She doesn't have to be, you know, like everybody else. Um and um, but you know she's she it's like uh, sarcastic there because uh, you know she's this following line she's such a refreshing disgrace you know this makes me think of the scarlet letter um, the book or the scarlet letter you know where she had uh, she had uh, was accused of adultery pardon me Hawthorne. Yeah, yeah. So she had to wear the scarlet uh, letter, right? Yeah, she mm-hmm. had to use. She had to wear the A there, and she was like disgraced by everybody. Though that came yeah. up popped into my head when I, you know, when I read this, and this is just an, an, like an amazing, amazing, heartfelt, uh, and deep, powerful right all throughout. Uh, just amazing here. 
Yeah, I'd never read her before, but wow, she's just an amazing writer, amazing talent. To get her emotion oh, across, is. you know. Yeah, that yeah. it's rare that poetry can do that in in such a a forceful way, you know, get that emotion across. So, bravo, bravo. Yeah, this yes, is the fact the world that women's rights have been oppressed for eons now, as there is also in the Scarlet Letter. Boo, what do you think of this right? Yeah, this is a this deserves the front page, I think, like most of her poems do. Um, the first page keeps ending as the last chapter. That really jumped out at me. She swears she moved, even though the bookmarks are proof. She keeps, she keeps moving. She thinks she's moving forward, but she's actually moving backwards. She's not getting anywhere. She's standing in the same spot. Um, and she's probably not going to get there. I don't know, but still nothing true that holds a clue. But honey, it's just life. She's supposed to just accept it as it is and leave it at that, I think, and just even with the scars, even with the pain, even with everything. Um, and when she feels she doesn't belong, her purple scars will make her feel like home because she's so used to the hurt and the pain that they're more familiar to her, more friendly to her, more comforting to her than happiness. And uh, I used to be like that before. I used to be more comfortable with pain than I was with happiness and uh, it's a hard thing to get over but uh, I agree with Naomi very emotional sad poem well written I admit being the only male here right now at this recital I would probably have the less uh, relevant opinion for the right if it's that personal uh, on a woman's perspective what I saw for myself was uh, one of drug abuse which is uh condemned by those around you to not be anything of which they would ordinarily be sympathetic as the mentioning of the needle and how others uh, think of only distancing themselves further when they learn of your addiction problems. That's what I can clearly see in the right, but uh, you're speaking of a different form of social condemnation, the girls, so we disagreed there. Uh, Next on our list here, for the recital, <laughs> we're going to read uh, another one which was left over, and it was done so by Papa Terminus. This is called Emotion. Are you sure he's not going to come by? Huh? You sure he's not going to come by and read it? No, no, not tonight. It's oh. going to be a different night. Okay. Emotion okay. is the devil. Emotion is the devil. For a made man feel blue, trembling hands reaching for this powerful drug. Emotion is the devil. It's like demon alcohol, an olive floating in a martini left over after closing time. Emotion is the devil. It's the huddled child in the corner, his face in his hands, water splashes on the strings of a guitar. Emotion is the devil. Smoke rings circle overhead like vultures peck away at the carcass on the road. Politicians are like zombies, always dressed to the nines. Son of a bitches in fancy britches, listening to the devil on their shoulders, sizzling around like a basilisk, breath rash from a fatal glance, when man were given the blues and our emotions turned to stone. Oh, does Lucifer laugh, for emotions are the devil, Cut off the head, but the body still lives. 
Yes, there's plenty to see here. There are different types of moral sins of which religion has specified, including alcohol, which is one that was specified there, or lying too much, of which uh, many expect from their political and world leaders. But uh, one that is not discussed as often is being emotionally false. And uh, this occurs when you have too many feelings that uh, you try to emphasize are real but have absolutely nothing to do with reality. Sala, how do you think of this right, Emotions to Devil by Papa Terminus? Oh, this is, he's such another great writer. I mean, from what I read in his uh, author notes, like little hints here, drinking, depression, sorrow, emotion, um, you can feel, I don't know, for me, even before I read that, I felt like he's almost, um, there's so much emotion. Sometimes we don't know how to deal with it, and it's just, really wrenching when you get emotion especially if you're sad or have depression it becomes uh, uh, tormenting and I feel the sadness is hidden between the lines as he wished to really get rid of the of those emotions as he said only cut the head or something I can remember somewhere um, that make you reach out and this is sometimes people don't know how to deal with their emotion that's why they drink or that's why they do drugs um, it's it's just so sad, really moved me deeply. Thank you for that awesome comment, Sala. I'm sure Papa Terminus mm-hmm. would appreciate hearing it himself. And uh, Gretchen, did you hear that right? Emotion is the devil. Would you like to comment on w- what you uh, think? Yes, I, I did hear that, and I uh, was highly impressed by the quality of and depth of the knowledge of addiction and its root sources based in, you know, something that feels evil. And and often at times, I believe that when people grow up in alcohol-inclined families, it's because they are very sensitive. They're very creative people, very sensitive, musically inclined and oftentimes they do use drugs and things to as sort of self-medicating because it hurts to feel so strongly but find you know where i think at the big the, the ending i would i didn't quite understand the ending i had i need to think about it a little more it seemed like uh basically uh he's saying that when you are using addiction to cut the head off of the demon, it still lives and you're still in pain and it doesn't really, it doesn't really work in the long run. And it's yes, beautiful. I, can I really see your perspective. There are heavier forms of narcotic abuse where one is delusional to think they're actually fighting the devil I had an uncle like that who died recently and would always talk about uh, waging his uh, alcoholism with the gods. So, uh, Naomi, how do you, you feel of this right emotion is a double by Papa Terminus? Yeah, this is very powerful. Um, and you can feel his anger 
like is like he's angry here. I, I feel that anyway. You know, the repetition of emotion is the devil, emotion is the devil, emotion is the devil. It's like, you know, the frustration, you feel the frustration there of uh, just having to deal with these emotions, you know, and not being able to. And, uh, you know, and then he goes into the politicians are like zombies, always dressed to the nine so he's he's lashing out you know at uh, i think uh you know the the leaders or whatever you know the the head figures of society there that you know they're all dressed up in their fancy britches and you know they 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 don't give a a damn about any of these problems here that's going on that's what i get from it anyway and you know, this is just a very, very powerful, well-written piece, and it just flashes on, the, you know, through the page here with the raw, raw emotion, raw, like raw rage here, and uh, you know, and and um, and uh, sorrow too. There's sorrow throughout this. I feel so great. Right, Papa Terminus, uh, very well done. Thank you for replying back to Papa Terminus, Naomi. My uh, lovely co-host had to do something else at, at the time being, so she can't respond. But we're going to have to carry on with our recital here. And, uh, you know, there was plenty of leftover rights. We don't mean to be neglectful to any of you writers who submit an LCN. We uh, do plan on giving you all the proper amount of airtime why there's a series extra innings for the ones that could not be read at their allotted time scheduling. So uh, here is this poem, Late Bloomers by Hollow King. Late Bloomers. Stuck in bitter ways, hard to see a silver lining most days. Looking for change, so lost, can't even get a signal because I'm out of range. People want to know, waiting for their color to return and watching keepers of the peace grow. Yeah, this has brevity, teen, society, hope, rhyme. Those are the subgenres. And it, it shows uh, the individuals who come into this world and at an early age, they wanted to all change all the fighting, the bickering, the holding back of each other's lives, the ruin, what you have of society set to watch anyone fail. And uh, with those ambitions, they, they do seek out a, a better world. Shala, how do you think of this, right, late bloomers? I see that... Um... Like when he says late bloomers, maybe he's referring to the teenagers of different generations because he put their teen around society. They're stuck in bitter ways, hard to see silver lining most days. Looking for change, so lost can even get a signal because I'm not out of range. They feel like maybe um, there's this gap between the... I really don't know his writing. This is maybe one of the first time I read his, but I feel like maybe there's a gap between to be to like to fit in with um, this gap of generation, perhaps people want to know, waiting to their 
for the color to return and watching Keeper of the Peace grow. Um, and uh, maybe <laughs> that's what I see. Like he wants, he's hoping for society to change and, um, and in a hopeful way, I believe. We could only hope society does something more than what we're going through now. There are too many complaints out there. Naomi, how do you think of this right late bloomers by Hollow King? Yeah, I think the the first two uh, stanzas, he's talking from his point of view. Mm-hmm. And then he, the last stanza, he's, he's talking about the society's point of view. Like the society is waiting for to see what color... Uh, the teenager will take on and hope that he becomes a peacekeeper for society that gives hope mm-hmm. to the society. That's what I see in it, and it's brilliantly written. Uh, you know, it's just a great little brevity here, just a, uh, amazing, right? That's what yeah, I see. Yeah, just plenty of details there for a very few amount of words. Why I would say it's a wonderfully executed brevity as well. Thank you for can, your commenting and coming out to the ballpark, Naomi. I was wondering, would can I say something? You like to uh, can I read? Yes. Can do I, your work next. Can I say something, before please? You say something. Can I say something, please? Sala, yes. Uh, for Grayson. Yes, can I say something? Can I see Grayson? Uh, can she put her name on the on the board so I know who she is and can read her poetry? I have no idea. Hello, Grayson. No, I just no, want to know where you are. Has stopped for now. You can look it up in, in our group members. Okay. Okay. I didn't know she. Who, I thought she was still there. That's fine. Okay. Next will be where is. Sala, would, would you like to read your your poem right now, or oh, would you sure. want to wait if you want? While to, longer? Fine. Yeah. Can I, either way is fine. Really, whatever you want. Uh, we don't have much left, really, right? Like there, there's SoundCloud. There's Jasper and. Uh, yeah, a couple of sound clouds. That's fine with me. If you want me, I go ahead. Whatever is fine. No, there's a couple of more rights. It's not completely done, the show, just yet. Uh, I guess uh, you're assuming that uh, it, it all went... Then I can wait. Uh, then I can wait for you to come back, but maybe. We're, we're perfectly on time. Even with, so maybe uh, I'll wait for Boo. Right. I'll wait for Boo to Believe come back. Yeah, so you want Boo to so comment so. for you. And uh, yeah. I don't know where the host went to right now, but uh, they, they were She's occupied with some other matters. And, and that means uh, I have to uh, pretty much host uh, w- what there is here on the field right now, you and Naomi. So uh, w- what about you, Naomi? Do you care to share right now? Or would you <laughs> uh, want no, I'll, I'll wait for Boo. Do you wait? I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If there's more poems, we can help you read them. That's what we can do. Right, Naomi? Yeah. <laughs> we're here there's, to read. Uh, there's plenty read of poems here. We're, we're not yes. completely done at, at extra innings. But uh, I suppose, uh, why don't uh, I uh, do uh, something different than what I had expected Originally, and I, I'm going to share one of my own rights uh, for both of you girls okay. to dissect. You tell me uh, <laughs> what you feel about this. Uh, I know it's not much of a thing or really uh, what women prefer, love poetry. But uh, <laughs> this is called Howard 
go. Put it on the board. Right, let me give you one second. Yes, let me call the board. I don't see Power it. Power and the goal. Power goal. Refresh okay, your I page. Okay. I see it. Yeah. Thank you. All right. We're on the same page here. Tower goal. Yeah. yeah. Access map grid. The world wolves are coming to devour the legion remnant, inhibiting the unfolding nova. Parasilsis theory of everything. Solar system disagreeing of a constant temperature degree. Frequency pulse. Softburst, abandoned, fighting back the electrical wiring, paradoxical union, the agreement to contradict with literary terms, biodome exigency, blue phase crystal liquidation, exterior integrity, cosmic inflated magnetic reconnection. You're like those wind-up dolls that lose their mind in the hump position. There's more of reality but clock-cog framework, cytheria, Gestures adjusted, throwing the laurel crown to the Almond Lattice. Challenger mission, contrary opinions hedge the row along. It's like trying to guess the brine of the soup when all you get is broth. A loopy compensation, prize of the informal hand wave, the dating game show. We're all the dead making the ugly faces or dying to know you as the stars. We're all the subhuman thing which exemplified, emerged, and moved on the poppy body legislation. Red and blue light screeching blare, the night park alcove enclosed to obstacle double hoop meshing. Schwartz downloaded the MIT computer lab time with the web majority and hung experimenting on basic processing. The physicist craziest at normal timing speed instead of nanometers. The mind of God is based on stationary positioning to deferring gravity weight. Eliminate occupying matter and the energy program fuses excessive tension stress. Decapitated related data entry logs when the blackbirds lob on the anomaly message collar. Tentative roasting front or backyard. It saves a bot of angst to depress the school mentor and scout recruiter that I have found complete happiness with myself not ever being a pro-exploitation tool success. Scientists laugh at innovative technology, able to elaborate the classified projections of third annual quarter's conclusive proof. I couldn't complicate the hole in the wall from the state policy. Their spirits live on with us to this day, a candle dwindling fused at both ends, lasering the fluidity wick. And there is a bell tower in France nominated Roland, his day to overcome the darkness, not overrun, and poem. So, Sala, how do you think of this piece, Howard Go? Um, you you have a you're just a unique writer. Uh, you take us um, to different places in in science, Blackbird, to even where is it? Um, exterior, cosmic, all over, really. And the agreement and the agreement of terms, literacy. I feel like um, Tower Golf. The title. Mm-hmm. I, I like the line that really got my attention. It saved the bot of Angus to depress the school mentor and scout recruited that I have found. You put yourself in there. When you put yourself in there, you get my attention more for some reason because I feel uh, you can, we can. I can relate you to this. 
it saved a lot of anger to depress the school mentor and, and scout recruiter that I have found complete happiness with myself, not even being a pro exploitation tool success. Well, fine, laugh at engraving. I couldn't complicate the hole in the wall from the state police. Um, maybe it's the way you look at the word, and um, like scientifically, I, I am, I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of lost for your poem. Whereas it takes me like four or five times to grasp it. I really can't get it right, right away. I'm not going to lie because it's so intellectual. You put history, you put science, you put, and it's metaphoric, this one too. So make it even more difficult. Maybe, maybe Naomi can help me more. Let's see. Um, the, I, I mean, Naomi, I need some clues. Thank you so much. Well, I, I, I think you're you're like lashing out here on uh, you know the um you know the, the everything that's being kept hidden from society here or it could be you know just how um the world is disintegrating around us slowly you know and people are blind to that you know they're just going along with it and you know and everything is just going down the the toilet bowl and uh you know you're just and but i want what i want to point out is your amazing metaphors in this oh my gracious you have such amazing metaphors um you're you're like those wind up dolls that lose their mind in a hump position. There's more <laughs> of reality, but clock cog fragment. Yeah, like you're just that's kind of, you know you were just like that wind up dolls, you know that are going along, you know, and. Uh, you know, agreeing with everything and not saying a word while everything is just, you know, like I said, you know, just just drowning around us. And uh, you also have, oh, you have a quite a few amazing. Uh, we're all dead, making the ugly faces of dying to know you as the stars. And then uh, you have other lines in here too. Uh, uh, Oh, that's all full of these amazing metaphors. And uh, Saul was said one there. Um, uh, entry log when the blackbirds lobbed are in the an- anonymity uh, message caller tentative throat roosting front or backyard. And then she she said the next line. It saved a bout of angst to depress the school mentor. And scout recruiter and uh you know uh so this is full full packed with um with m- wonderful metaphors in here and uh you know we're gonna get the 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 gist of this poem when you talk about it raz it's gonna just you know take form i think when we get your no uh, most of you have a writing. general idea of what the poem is stating and it does have to do with mysteries uh, of which uh, how we're behaving now and why it's like uh, mm-hmm. there's no real authority or behavioral psychologist who can say, okay, the world goes on acting this way because of these certain motivational factors. And so uh, mm-hmm. that's 
kind of an underlying concept here with Howard Cole. Boo, you're back. Boo. Sorry about that. Yep. You want me to come? Did you hear my poem, Howard Cole? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I sort of saw that, what you just said. Um, you know, um, I mean, there's a lot going on. I kind of see what Naomi said. I love the wind-up dolls thing, how people yes, are just too. talking, talking. They're not really listening. They're just kind of listening to everybody else's bullshit um, and going <laughs> along with it, like drones, you know. And um, I think that's pretty cool line. I see that the contrary opinions hedge or roll along. Like people don't seem to have a mind of their own. Maybe they listen to all the other stuff and all the media and they don't really pay attention or they don't question things. Um, and then about um, the philosopher understood that each part of the... I know he has a lot to do with the body and the stars there, um, diseases, but I forgot the rest of it, what he did, but I know that has something to do with it. Yes, that's, that's great, right? You always make uh, good, yes, thank you. Thank you, Bruce. What there is of that line of uh, being the faces that have been shrunken and are dying to look like the stars, it's a, a bit of a take of uh, what you have of uh, the modern ability to uh, think of psychology in terms that uh, we are not really alive to certain people. They will, will treat you nonetheless that all of this has long ago passed, why you show no relevance now when being completely scientific. So there, there's an edge there of becoming too over-rational to uh, want to even be humane. And uh, that also fits in line with uh, other mysteries of why is everyone behaving the way they are lately? So, uh, Boo, I was wondering, could you possibly do your right at the recital next? Sure. Yes, uh, you have the floor, Mrs. Boo. Okay. Okay, anticipated rhapsody of sunscreen. Laughing, smiling, playing in the light, gentle thoughts and hues so alive. Inspiration drives me to write, whispering hope for when souls survive. Gentle thoughts and hues so alive, lovely words fall like the star dust glances, whispering hope for which souls strive, coloring love and soft slow dances. Lovely words fall like stardust glances, thoughts and joy caress with inspiration. Coloring love and soft slow dances, arousing faith from my lover's creation. Thoughts of joy caress with inspiration, desire fuels my lover's imagination. Arousing faith from my lover's creation, dedicate each note to you, my salvation. And all. <laughs> yes, deep people, man. If we could all be saved in uh, that right person's love. Naomi, how do you think of this right by Mrs. Yeah, um, I always wonder why, Boo, you don't you don't sing, eh? No. Did you ever attempt it? Yeah. Like, I mean, you have pretty. a beautiful voice. Uh, oh, yeah, thank you. Be a, yeah, I bet, you know, like, when uh, I accompanied you yourself, 
on the piano and just singing there, this would be a, mo, like most of your rights would be just amazing, like love songs there. Uh, I just mm-hmm. love this. You know, lovely words fall like stardust glances. Yeah, that's that that so stardust glances. That, uh, that's just beautiful there. Um, and uh, whispering hope for which souls strive, coloring love in soft, slow dances. Uh, yeah, this is just beautiful, Boo. I just loved it. Thank you, Thank you, Naomi, for the awesome commenting and feedback. Sala, what about you and Mrs. Boo's right? The, the, the goddess of uh, romance. <laughs> really, I agree with I really love what um, Naomi said it's true you have a soft voice and you can imagine uh, singing and playing piano that'd be so beautiful but this pentum style really fits your your, lo- your romantic uh, poems because the repetition make it bring it more into the heart um, I love the anticipated respite rest, it's just like you can feel you, how you, you love the music and how um, it's part of you, of course. But then it's like a really romancing in with words, colors, loving and soft, slow dances, the rousing faith for my lover's creation. It's dedication for someone special. Every word shows this dedication. Whispering hope, which the soul strives. Their soul, it's longing at the same time, even though... There's gentle thoughts that make you someone who makes you laugh and smile and um, inspire you to, to write these words, to uh, survive. It's just beautiful. That's what I see here. <laughs> Thank you, Sala. That's uh, positive feedback right there. And uh, we don't know that about Mrs. Boot. She has to keep her rights confidential if they're based on real-life romances or not, it's <laughs> it seen, even by the readers. Yeah, I'm her friend, Raz, so, so I know her secrets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I know, me too. <laughs> of course, uh, all you oh girls have your secrets. Boys don't really bring that stuff up when they're talking to <laughs> drunk. But uh, oh I guess uh, we, we've been through the whole lot Relax. here for the response, Mrs. Boo. And Sala, are are you going to uh, read next at the recital now that Boo's here? I can now that before, yeah, but Boo's here, yes. Now I can read because I refuse to read when you're not here. But Naomi and I said no when Boo comes back. <laughs> so here we go. Where's my Boo? Are you still here? Did you disappear? Boo, where are oh. you? Okay. Who's <laughs> okay, there? Who's there? Read. Where's my poem? I don't see it. You put Your it? poem's on the board, Sala. What's wrong with my, my thing? It doesn't refresh. Okay, one second. I really don't see don't it. One of those screen oh freezes. Oh, here I see it now. Okay, thank you. Yeah, they are. Uh, even if, même si, même si les beaux instants comme des fleurs uh, se sont fanées, la douleur uh, a grippé mon cœur uh, comme une montagne, le temps a passé. Comme le vent d'un orage, quoi qu'il m'arrive, je continuerai à croire. Un demain, un arc-en-ciel m'enclavera. Even if beautiful moments like flowers faded, 
pain grips my heart like a mountain. Time flies like windy storm. Whatever happened to me, I will continue to believe in a tomorrow. A rainbow will enclose me. End of poem. Definitely, Sala. Here there's plenty of hope. Here there's uh, looking at uh, how much uh, sorrow has come to pass. But even then, we ask there can be those moments of triumph again. Thank you very much, Sala. Naomi, how do you you. think of Sala's even if? Oh, I think this is a wonderful, right, uh, wonderful brevity for the new year. Um, you know, it's it's full of hope. And the way you integrated all the the things in nature into the poem, like the, you know, the flowers, the mountain, the, the wind, the storm, uh, the rainbow, uh, just, you know, so many things, but so well worded into this poem, you know. Uh, this is, in so few words, you say such a powerful message here, uh, Salwa, and, uh, you know, uh, oh, this is just a, an amazing little brevity here, uh, just uh, just from the heart, you know, uh, just touches you. So uh, just uh, wonderful right here, just beautiful. And I have to tell you, Naomi, you give such beautiful comments. You really do. So thank you so much. You always do to everyone, which is, um, amazes me. Oh, well, you, you deserve yes, this uh, one. There's a bit of a lyrics there. Even if the mountains fall, I would still go on loving you. I kind of uh, associate that uh, with the kind of sentiment you're expressing. Don't know why. But, uh, Boo, what do you feel of Salah's right, even if... Boo, maybe she's been caught again. It's okay. Don't worry. I mean, maybe she, she been, she's needed again. Hold on a second. See if uh, she's there right now. All right. Uh, I guess uh, Boo's occupied. So, uh, We'll have to just keep on going with our recital. I want to thank both you and Naomi for uh, believing in uh, the show enough to attend tonight. You are both very valued guests here. And uh, thank you. our next right is going to be uh, one of uh, the leftovers again, of which uh, we want to apologize why there is this series because uh, we can't get them all done when there's uh, airtime, although there's that many submissions. There's just so much we, we can do with those shows. And uh, so I guess uh, I'm, I'm going to read uh, Anonymously Known's poem. He uh, had actually submitted this one just for tonight, but... Uh, could not do the SoundCloud, and, uh, you know, it, we do like the, those coming from this writer. It makes one have a sense that there's a voice like uh, QAnon or a deeper thinker like Morpheus in the Matrix, which uh, tries to uh, explain uh, our spiritual realities still existing in an extremely 
extra mundane type of uh, world. So uh, here's known for you can bet 316 words. You can bet. And it has the caption piece. I have too many flaws to be perfect, but I have too many blessings to be ungrateful. You can bet that I don't think very highly of myself when I react selfishly instead of selfishly to any so-called pain. When trying to be of service, this gives me the ability to breathe and to consider that my hurting is all allowed for by our Creator to give any of us the sincere reason to draw closer to this moment and therefore to the Creator of this power. When do I find security even within any pain that I am in? I believe that today because of this effort that I don't need to one-up the one that I feel has caused me pain. I take this pain to our Creator right along with the sincere fact and I ask this power to assure that everyone may never feel any pain in and of the likeness. That if they do, they will be able to draw closer to this moment and therefore to the infinite power of our Creator this very same way within acting upon any pain this way I can truly love and not only believe in our Creator and in this power's power of health and hope and healing, but I also get to truly believe in and to live in love with all right along with loving myself again. In fact, I can bet on these facts. God bless you, friend. I hope truly that this effort helps you. You have the sincere opportunity to be a friend to your so-called enemy today. You have the chance to live and to sincerely learn and to grow in peace and love and freedom and harmony with all life today. God bless you with this effort. You have my welcome. Hang in there by letting your pain teach you just as much as this helps you to grow with this power. Add all infinitely more. Sign anonymously no. And uh, what there are with uh, his author's note, uh, he wrote, he grammarly felt of the link uh, that he had for this piece, but uh, we can't actually play that here. Formal, friendly, encouraging, and asking the readers to uh, open up uh, their spirit onto the creator, which is all extremely positive messages. Sala, how do you think of this right? As I remember Raconteur said one time about uh, Anonymous, that he always put a part of himself in there. He's a very spiritual human being, and you can feel it in his life constantly, which is beautiful. Some people might not have it. Some people have it. Everyone, it's it's a personal thing. And I hear, I feel like there's some lines that really draw me to in. A great write, by the way. uh, I mean, read, I mean, uh, whereas um, when he said, you complain to the creator, really, when you hurt. That's because at the end, uh, I, I, I agree in this. There's stuff that 
maybe I don't know if some everyone is like this. There's stuff I really no one knows, but me and God that that horrible things that I just keep it there. Uh, and 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 I agree, it takes away some of the pain. And then another, the first part, he really talk about himself and invite us in. The second part, the ending, um, if it's, I really like this one too, when you can turn an enemy to become your friend, it's a choice. You can, you cannot succeed necessarily, but if you show love, you might succeed to really turn them from enemy. And I did kind of experience that and it worked on some occasions, some occasions no. So just show someone who really um, humbly uh, try to be a better person. And it's, a, it's very, uh, really beautiful. Yeah, someone who tries to be a better person, they're definitely inspired to seek out the best within themselves. Or so I've heard. <laughs> Naomi, what do you think of Anonymous is right? Oh, I respect and admire people that have so much faith you know, in God. Uh, They say that people that have faith uh, are happier people. And, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, my parents are religious and my father's a pastor, like I've said often before, and they're very, very happy, you know, and uh, but me the the this is a beautiful right, you know, and uh, also a great right for the for the new year. And, you know, that line at the end there, hang in there by letting your pain teach you just as much as this helps you grow with this power. And it's so true, you know, that, you know, accept your pain, you know, let it, let it seep in, let it teach you to, you know, you know, it to grow, to, uh, to evolve, to, to uh, to become a stronger person, you know, because of it, you know, uh, pain teaches us so much. So don't be angry or mad at it, but just you know, let it let it teach you. And I thought that line was just amazing there, uh, anonymously known. So uh, great right here, and just uh, amazingly well written. Thank you, Naomi. Yes, lay your hands on me, as Guns N' Roses said, or some preacher out in uh, Massachusetts. Boo, are you back on the line? Is she still gone for now? I guess this is all guesswork, whether or not she's going to be back to co-host, but uh, she was a bit occupied tonight, so I apologize for her absence uh, and take all that on uh, my own company payroll, of which uh, I guess uh, you would assume I would have one by now. Uh, Sala, why don't uh, you do us the honors, please, and read the next writer, Fireflies in a Jar Ebony by Laughing Soul. Oh, my gosh, Laughing Soul, that's my my dear friend, of course. Oh, where is it? I hope I give it just give me one second. I'm just getting there. Here we go. Well, I don't know my computer is acting today. Here we go. Oh, I just read it earlier. Flyer, flies in a jar, ebony, laughing soul. Last night, I shared a part of me. Dreams so precious, like my poetry. I showed you a glimpse of my starlight eyes. 
But you were so numb to my morbid cries. No flutter, no flicker to my musical symphony. I know bottles, those fireflies in a jar of ebony. Nevermore, my dear, shall they glow on your canvas. Nevermore shall I dream a dream so precious. End of poem. Wonderful, right? And uh, this reminds me of something which does go on out here in the south and a bit in the Midwest. You just grab those fireflies, stick them in a jar, and uh, there's a symbolic meaning there, but what it has to uh, do with uh, any form of white magic, uh, I guess it's not entirely clearly known. Naomi, how do you think of this, right? Yeah, this is beautifully written. I mean, uh, uh, you know, no flutter, no flicker to my musical symphony. I now bottle those fireflies in a jar, Abe Ebony. Um, Nevermore, my dear, shall you glow. So she's like, she's taking all those fireflies. You know, you can take the fireflies and change them up for butterflies. You know, the butterflies in your stomach when you're in love a bit. And, uh, you know, and the light goes out of those fireflies and they, they, they die, you know. And uh, I think that's what she's saying here. Nevermore shall I dream a dream so precious. Nevermore will you be, you know, uh, you know, uh, like uh, part of me, you know, uh, part of my, my journey, part of my story, part of my life. Um this is just absolutely beautifully written. So, bravo, laughing soul. I wish she called. Thank you, thank you, very I'm much, back, uh, Naomi. Boo, are, are you there? Wow, yes, you had uh, missed the lay your hands on me performance by uh, E1, anonymously known. I'm sorry. And how to yeah. paint that's okay. But uh, did you oh, catch laughing souls, right? Yes, I did. And uh, this is sad um, about trusting someone, giving it someone, giving yourself to someone, and they let you down. They took their mask off, and you see the person that they really are. And uh, a lot of times that happens. You know, you get stuck into the facade or the bullshit that they tell you. But... I would tell her, don't stop dreaming, keep dreaming, because there's plenty more out there. Nevermore, my dear, shall I, they glow in your canvas. Nevermore shall I dream, a dream so precious. Keep dreaming, just because one asshole lets you down, doesn't mean that every man is like that. And uh, there are some good ones out there, some beautiful ones who love to dance and, and all of that. And uh, you can find one. And, and I think slowly she's... Um, Getting over this, thank goodness, I hope. But um, I feel the pain and the sadness here. And look at it like this. You saved yourself from a lot of crap. And uh, what beautifully written poem, you know. Got to get on and keep going because you're a gorgeous woman who has a lot to give. Love you. I like that comment, Pooh. It reminds me a bit of Helder Skelter by the Beatles. You may be a lover, <laughs> but you ain't no dancer. So, you know, you have yeah. your drivers and you have your dancers. You have all kinds of roles in this society. And uh, some people, they're going to play you. Some people, they're just uh, going to uh, ignore you. And then you have those 
of which if you're lucky enough, they'll stick around for, for you until the very end. What yeah. uh, about... Amen uh, to those people. Yes. You, Sala, uh, what do you think of this really fight? Show, it's so how fragile she is in this poem. Um, when she say I'm vulnerable too, last night I shared a part of me a dream so precious like my poetry. She repeat this line again later from being precious, but then she doesn't, she thinks that this dream not, shall never be precious again because of the hurt. I showed you the glimpse of my star uh, that I just really, and then the one that um, Naomi uh, also mentioned, I now bottled those fireflies in a jar, ebony. When you bottle them, they're going to die, she said. Um, so never more, yeah. my dear, shall they glow on your canvas. You're never going to see this light again. It's, um, it's almost like, it's kind of healing when you tell to someone. It's kind of healing mm-hmm. because she's not saying that she's not going to dream, but never with you again. It doesn't mean that she's not going to have this hope, but with you it's done, it's over. It's like ending this. That's what I see here. Yeah. And when you're young, when you're heartbroken, you feel broken, like you're never going to love again, you're never going to live again, life's yeah. over. But then you realize, yeah. you know. When you're so intimate and so delicate. Yeah, you're right. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. Move along, line. Right. Move along, line. <laughs> hey, you're making good Yeah, time what goes around, it comes around is another famous saying. And problem uh, <laughs> only comes around three times. So after that, you just hope that it's really just your luck. That's bad. <laughs> and only Naomi. Only three times, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Naomi, are you uh, going to recite now? We have Boo here, so she'll be able to yeah. comment for you. There All right, your poem is going to be there on the board for the recital. And it's uh, yep. What the Wood Bukowski Do on New Year's Eve? That's an interesting Uh-oh. question. What <laughs> would Bukowski do this New Year's Eve now that it's over and we're in 2022? Can I, he said, okay, can I say you, that, can I say that word? <laughs> yeah, Bukowski's permissible here. Okay, because I love Bukowski, you know, like I just think <laughs> of, you know. Yeah. Okay, what the fuck would Bukowski do on New Year's Eve? Would he walk through a park to keep his mind sharp? Or just because it's a riot? His ma- his head throbbing to the jittery birds and the blast of car song. Just because it's the right kind of rhythm to walk to. Would he stroll, would he take a stroll down a lolling slum street where the earth punches out of work for a while, opening to you her graffiti belly so you can check out her rusted metal chain fence inside before slurping you down with an acidic <laughs> digestion? squeeze and then belching you out through his, her turnstiles to where the hobos are washed with spit from the clouds and the subway exhaust always hangs in your hair and traffic squeals and grinds up and down your eyeballs. Would he stop 
as he noticed the young girl in the window gazing out on sheets of rain flapping across the sky like giant teary spirits, her fingertips pressed on the glass, cold, and think to himself, she looked sweeter than a cone of ice cream, her skin prettier than chocolate, her kiss a swirl of pure vanilla, making his heart sing a love verse. Dreaming, oh, if only I'd met her yesterday, I'd love to undress her and caress her, lay her naked on my bed, wondering what the girl he was supposed to meet would think of him laying there fucking naked. Or perhaps not give a damn about it at all, because anyways, he couldn't do a bloody thing about it now. Then he'd (laughs) return home alone after the wind lifts the beggar from his bed of trash and blows to the empty pubs at the road's end. He'd swallowed down a bottle, staring at a grayish sleeveless undershirt he'd hung over the back of a chair, its original color not quite clear, but presumably white. (laughs) And that rip that was never mended. And then after a cigarette or two, remember he had to feed the cat. Did Bukowski have a cat? (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. He had several cats that uh, we know, at least uh, when you look at documentaries. And uh, Bukowski here, you have that same wry sense of humor of which uh, you just look at uh, what the world as it is now and uh, can't help but uh, understand that it's not really all that uh, titter-totter perfect. Uh, Boo, what do you think of this straight by Naomi as to what Bukowski would think on New Year's Eve or New Year's? I think Naomi and Bukowski would toast and get along just fine. <laughs> and, um, yeah, you're kind of like the female Bukowski when you're straight up um, writing in your face, writing in your face approach, which I'm always a fan of, of course. And, um, you know, you make me wonder what it would be like. And I, I bet you he would have, you know what, I bet he, you, he would have a hard time hanging with you, Naomi. <laughs> I bet you give him a wonderful money. <laughs> Show him a good time. <laughs> He'd be happy he met you. You know, I think this is really, really cute. Show you in your face, direct, an entertaining, great poem, as always, my friend. Thank you, Boo. Wonderful comment, Boo. Sala, what about you and Naomi's right up? Kowski. Oh, boost those some of my words. <laughs> I really was thinking that I was going to say Naomi would, uh, like, he really would have met you before he, um, like, he wished he met you before. If you heard you read this poem, <laughs> it's really funny. It's funny how you kept his humor and you can tell how much you know him. He took us from the street, like, nothing happening, street and bust on his eyes and how he thinks fast. That's who he is, like very, very fascistic, intense. And then you, and his weakness, he have weakness women. He absolutely, (laughs) you brought it to life. (laughs) It's incredible. I really loved it with such humor. Well done. You're an incredible writer. Just amaze me. (laughs) Thank you. I really loved you. Thank you so much. My pleasure. My pleasure. 
Yes, Bukowski was known to uh, love all of that women, but he did have a steady wife towards the end of his life after working at the <laughs> post office. So uh, our <laughs> next poem on the list here is Lost in Despair by Owens Ezekiel. Lost oh, on the board. in despair. From second to second, as she is set to die and bury, the loss of whispering echoes, as she can't reband this. Past, she's as ridden though an ocean. Still, she locked herself into this loss of prettiness and trances of lover as soft touch fragments, dragging her to bounces back into mud, into a spotless spot she stands as she holds warehouses of prone corridor caravans that dug deep holes in her chest. Now she is waiting in stained silky satin, holding the deadening echoes of wailing parchments. Uh, this uh, right has received plenty of great reviews from standards of the site, 45 points. As to uh, myself, what I read here is... Uh, Someone who waits for words of those who are in a war-torn situation, and uh, they finally receive that letter of what it's like for their lover who's uh, there, whether Syria, Afghanistan, wherever these kinds of uh, ongoing conflicts continue. And it is touching when you hear uh, the words of who fights uh, those wars and what it's like sending a letter back to those you love back home. Naomi, what do you think of this right loss in despair? <clears throat> oh, my gracious. Uh, you know, okay, right so from the so first... I'm going to go right. the telephone session, okay. and then okay. go from there. Cool. Boo? Naomi? Yeah. Um, right from the first stanza there, um, from seconds to seconds as she is set to die and bury and lost of whispering echoes. Wow, whispering echoes. Uh, you know, uh, past she has ridden th- through an ocean. And uh, lost of prettiness and trances of lover. And then, you know... Uh, the, the, as she holds warehouse of crone corridor caravan that dug deep holes in her chest. This is so like a powerfully written and so eloquently written. It's just like so you, just beauty here uh, in this in this wording here. Oh my gracious, it and it's. You know, it's so sad, and you feel the pain throughout it. And, you know, the deadening echoes of wailing parchments. You know, that's maybe, um, you know, waiting in stained silky satin. You can just imagine, you know, you know, the, the like, like uh, everything that uh, Raz said, that you said there, Raz, you know, in the, in these countries, you know, where they're, you know, the, it's desolation. You know, it's it's just it's just a tyranny, and and you know, it's 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 they're they're ripped apart. You know, and you you feel that they're holding the deadening echoes 
of wailing parchments. That's probably the letter saying that, you know, the loved one has been killed and enough in war or something, you know. And um, so this is just powerful, powerful, right? All through, just well done and so, so, so uh, eloquent, eloquently written. My gracious. Awesome <clears throat> comment, Naomi. I, I think we saw eye to eye there. That seems like uh, something which would go on during uh, the Iraqi wars of 2000. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Salo, what do you think but of this right loss in despair? I can, see why you, I can see why you went there, but I, I personally think it's personal. He lost his wife. Um, and I feel like uh, this is how he... Like she's waiting for him to meet him. He explained he, he's just uh, it's so devastating, lost in despair. It said it, the, the title, from second to second, as she said to die in very lost whispering echo. I think it's when you love someone so much and you, you, you really, it's hard to accept the, the, the death and you miss them. Now she's waiting in stained silky satin, holding the deadening echoes of waiting parchment as if she's... Um, like really waiting, I don't know, there's this connection or waiting for him. It's so sad, it's mm-hmm. so beautiful at the same time, his love for her. He writes so many poems about her heart-wrenching, really, uh, and his eloquence is obviously uh, bleed on the page, the, the, his love for her and his eloquence. Yes, that's definitely, we have not been shared on before reading the right that it, it might have possibly been on his wife. Thank you. Shala for enlightening us a bit further on this right and, yeah. and personal nature. Who? What do you think of lost in despair? Or has Bruce stepped away again? That's uh, very much uh, possible. Okay, batters. Uh, I think. Uh, this uh, ball game is almost near close, but Wayne uh, is on hold. More left, yes. Uh, someone is on hold. Uh, let me Wayne. see. Wait, who was who was on mute before we move around? Wayne, who? What do you think of this right loss in despair? Uh, you dropped. I had no idea. It's okay. I know it keeps dropping me. I'm sorry. Um. Yeah, I didn't know he lost his wife either. I said, I wonder if I can no, it's, been a while. it's been a while, but uh, he, he, he talks mm-hmm. about her all the time in his poetry. Yeah, and the picture's so cute. And how beautiful to know that some person you love is waiting for you, and that's what we all hope for. And I like that same um, line, now she's waiting and staying silky satin, holding the echoes of wailing parchment. What an ending that is. I mean, really, this is a gorgeous write. Um, it's sad. The word choices are beautiful, and the emotion, you can't help but feel something. Uh, beautiful job here. And I hope that uh, you get your wish. Thank you for the positive feedback, Booth. And, uh, you know, marriages, they come and go. Some work, some last, some don't. And the best ones are always remembered. Yeah. Wayne, is that you? That would Wayne. be me. Yeah. Wayne. Wayne Jen. Hi, Wayne. Hi, Wayne. Wayne. 
Are you recovering from the COVID nineteen virus? You want that sucker down? The bug. Keep talking. Hey, I'm short of breath still a little bit, so I'm not gonna talk much tonight. I'm just gonna hang out with y'all. Okay, okay. It's all right. Well, we hope you get better. I, I didn't mean to uh, disappoint you, Wayne, but we're, we're nearing the end of the show here. We have so many right left. Let him read a poem. We, 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 read have read done, we have you done uh, poem. your poem, and uh, if you have one, do you want to share uh, another yeah. one we did last Friday night for you? Yeah. I don't know if you, you want to talk or not. Mm-hmm. Um, did you do Conrad? Yeah, we're no. going to move on to Conrad. We okay. haven't done them yet. I think you can't talk, maybe, or something. Okay. All yeah. right, so Wayne's going to be quiet in the background. And uh, why? Do you want me to do Conrad, Conrad now, please? Is that your, your recommendation? Uh, I can read it if you want. Yeah, sure. Yeah, he... Of course, uh... Our young, hot, stud staff from LCN, Conrad. Uh, Right. Here's uh, his poem for our recital. And, uh, Boo, thank you for being able to uh, read for him. I know he wanted to uh, call in, but uh, I guess it didn't turn out that way. So, uh, well, he's going to call him, but he's doing his training at the Fire Academy. So he said that he misses everybody. He's going to be back soon. So he told me. Cliff. So anyway, this is from Conrad called Cliff. Somewhere along the Mediterranean shore, snug between page white cliffs, lies the shore we gazed off upon. Looked out into the distance past the gem of a sea, the soft of evening approaching, the sun shedding its rays like clothes in August heat. Painting the sky pink or purple hues, the sand, quiet as my God. Western winds nudging the earth, begging to inch up beside you. I knew life in this place, nothing more. The reflection I've been fleeing from confronted my most pure of places. All the thoughts of the night were washed with the tide. And poem. I like was A and yeah. I've been away a while. Hello again. <laughs> Definitely. That uh, is quite a scene of poetry here, just uh, getting naked on the beach and throwing yourself into the sea. Uh, that was an excellent read as well, Boo. What do you think of this, right? I like the A.N. That's cute. Since I've been away for a while. Hello again. <laughs> That's cute. Um, it looks like he's memories of somebody he misses, perhaps, and... Um, Shedding yourself and becoming close with someone, you know, when you get to know someone, you become kind of naked to them, I think. And then I like um, painting the sky pink or purple hues, this sand quiet as my God. Maybe this is the place where he goes to reminisce or he feels that person or um, brings back memories for that person. Uh, it's beautifully written and romantic, I think, as well. Um then they wash away and maybe they start over again the next day. Um, yeah, beautifully done. And it's pretty sad, too. Great job, Conrad. We miss you, too. <laughs> we love you, Conrad. Naomi, what about you in this race? Yeah, there's deep, deep, sad longing. 
Uh, there's so mm-hmm. much, you know, longing in this poem. Uh, you just feel it. It just seeps through every line here. Uh, yeah, it's beautifully uh, written, this this uh, brevity here. Um, you know, it just flows. One line just flows into the next. It's just like, you know, so easily just cap- easily read and so captivating the way it just just flows, you know, just like a wave on the at, at the sea, you know, which he mentions the sea. Uh, yeah, I just found this just so uh, so just such a beautiful, beautiful right here. So bravo, Conrad. Conrag, so, 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 sorry. <laughs> great feedback, great feedback. Wayne, would you like to comment on Conrad's piece, or are you just going to show yeah. the background? Yeah, I, I comment, I comment. Um, uh, this is a very good little poem. She, you know, has a great flow in it, and it's got a lot of motion in it, and I think it's more of a, a yearning for the time that she loves so much, she's just uh, reminiscing more than, I don't see the sadness in it, the sadness in it. I just feel reminiscing about the time she used to have it that she loved so much. Uh, it's a great, great poem. I love the poem a lot. Good job reading it. Okay. Me, 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 me. Yeah. You didn't, you Sala. skipped me. <laughs> Sala, it was your turn. Uh, yeah. On the recital, yes. okay. I told you, you said, okay, we're going to move on. I said, no, no. <laughs> okay, no, no, really no, I said move on. I just said, okay. No, no, it's me who I thought. Sala, I, I rushed, I'm sorry. No, I said, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm the one who rushed. I'm sorry. Only uh, Connor. <laughs> just crazy. Sorry. Whereas I just freaked out. Um, Connor is such an emotional person. It's great, beautiful to see, like, the way we're supposed to be, like, women are the sensitive and the emotion one. But here he shows his emotion beautifully. And um, I love how he starts taking us back to this place probably where they met in this cliff and Mediterranean shore, the soft evening approaching, just so romantic and peaceful, where then after all of this, this beautiful place, all what he wished for is you feel the loneliness and the longing for her, begging to inch up beside you, a new light in this place, nothing more. This is where his lo- he loved her, probably they love each other. It's just beautiful. And you feel this longing in this last, um, all the thoughts of the night were washed with the tide. So romantic, so beautiful, yet so sad. Thank you, Sala. It was a uh, He's newly heartbroken. You all yeah, saw yeah. plenty there. You all saw the emotion and love. I don't uh, mean to insult Conrad's intelligence. I was just telling a joke just to uh, kind of uh, incite the actual commenting on his poem. So, uh, but speaking of humor, we're going to read uh, one poet in particular here at the blog who uh, specializes on that subject. And uh, I'm going to do this piece for him. Lawrence 67 in The Mating Game. I have to go. The Mating Game. Uh, are you leaving, Sala? Yeah, I have Good to night, go. Good night, everyone. Okay, Good night. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Anyway, yes, Thanks. All right. Here's Lauren 67 in The Mating Game. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Mating Game. I'm Jubo Della Chinga. I am your host for the show where 
three eligible bachelors will attempt to woe one certain feline into mating. Let's meet our three eligible bachelors. Bachelor number one once had his own cereal brand and was famous for his, their great things. He's now banned in 20 countries because of his sugar content, which exceeds the cereal at two parts to one meat. Tony the Tiger. Bachelor number two comes from the Barrios, was known for his racist and outlandish behavior. Here is the fastest mouse around, Speedy Gonzalez. Bachelor number three, he hails from the town of Mexicola and is the leader of a vicious Hispanic dog gang called the Chihuahuas. Let's meet Rao, Rao. And now, let's meet our eligible bachelorette. She hails from New Orleans. She's been dubbed the Ghetto Queen. Here is one of the stars of the hit adventure series entitled Nigel the Fat Cat and his homie Alfie. Give it up for Princess the Ghetto Queen from New Orleans. Ostrubo. Hi, Princess. How are you, my dear? Princess. I'm doing good, Mr. Jubo. Ostrubo. As you know, Princess, behind that curtain are three eligible bachelors ready to woo you and mate with you. So if you're ready, start the questions. Princess, thanks. Now, bachelor number one, I like long, sensuous tongue lapping before mating. What do you like before you do it? Number one, I think that's great. Princess, two, two. I'm a mouse, you dirty little beep. Arrival, arrival, and lay, Princess, okay. And three, three, route, route, route. Translation, I will bang you so hard that your mama will see stars. Ostrubo, okay. Princess, who will it be? Who is going to mate with you? Bachelor number one, bachelor number two, or bachelor number three? Princess, I think I will pick bachelor number one. Host. Okay, princess, and here he is, bachelor number one. Is Tony the Tiger. Come on out here. Tony, meet princess. Princess, oh my, what a big handsome cat. Come here, baby. Eat my Cheerios. Tony's a tiger. Oh, beep. That's not great. I'm out of here. Princess, come here, baby. Let's meet right now. Suck on my eight nipples. Tony's like, oh, help! Princess, don't you run from me. Come back here and mate, damn it! And peace. So, uh, did Lawrence uh, carry one off the studio line here? Do we have anyone left? Uh, Wayne, that what do funny. you think of this piece? I think it's, uh, it's pretty humorous. It's pretty humorous. It's, uh, it's uh, sounds like Lawrence's work to me. He does a good job of that. It's off the, off the wall. So, humor. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Thank you, Wayne, for coming out of your uh, current mode of sickness to uh, comment back on that piece. What about you, Boo? Did he cross the line uh, here, or did you find this humorous Tony the Tiger? I, I had to add it because uh, I wrote one public domain. I could have just uh, thrown in the swearing. No, I think your read made it all the better. You read it so well, so full of life. I mean, he's got to appreciate that. Uh, I think it's funny, fun, kind of crazy, like he always is. And uh, 
I think your reads make make it what it is. They're entertaining and funny. And, you know, normally I wouldn't care too much about the cat and the other one, but, the, the, I mean, he makes it so you want to hear about it. And I just wanted to say to Wayne, if you wanted to read a poem, you can. Well, just if I you want to. Cause, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just kind of hanging out. Yeah. All right. just want to make sure. Okay. Some cup of noodle soups and extra booster shots, Wayne. That would definitely yeah. help, I think. Oh, I said, I got, I'm, fully vac- I'm fully vaccinated. If I am, doing, I'm doing all right. Just uh, you caught me off guard. Okay. What, what do you recommend? How, how do how do we get over it in case anyone else is listening COVID virus? What's the best way of recovery? Hey, my next door neighbor is He's a nurse that works on COVID patients. And so I got I got a nurse right here living beside me, and the girl across the street gives me all his medicine and stuff. So I didn't have a rough time. I was just it just uh, got me real congested and everything. And it's pretty it's pretty made you feel pretty bad. But I got over it in about four days. But, it, but I did that. I got she brought me inhalers and all the medicine they got at the hospital and all that stuff. So I got I got I had made pretty much made. You know, I got two people tending to me, and one's a nurse. So I can't can't beat that. So I'm doing all right. <laughs> yeah, those are some extra food and uh, special meds. Well, mm-hmm. just have uh, we have uh, two more rights, and uh, I was wondering, w- would you uh, be able to uh, read Katie, the naughty poet's uh, poem for <laughs> if I do her next of yeah. those two rights? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, without further ado, let me uh, look real quick here. At the topic folder, there was a kind of general sense of uh, confusion there. I can't believe Tony the Tiger would win every time. <laughs> I I think uh, if anyone's going to date, how could it possibly always be Tony the Tiger? The, the Captain <laughs> Crunch must uh, actually uh, envy this feline beast. This uh, tiger, <laughs> among other cereal brands. So, uh, tiger. yeah, the tiger. And that would be uh, off Belgium. So, <laughs> here's uh, the right for you, Boo. And uh, it's Katie the Poet in Light in the Darkness. Please read. Okay. <laughs> Please read. All right. Demanding, aren't you? Hey, did Naomi leave? Naomi's gone. Yeah, huh? We're all left with Wayne. Just it's just us here huddled up. Me and Wayne. Oh, okay. Me and two fellas. All right. So by I'm the good. bleachers. Okay. So, Light in the Darkness by Katie the Naughty Poet. Be my light in the darkness, my hero that helps save me from my personal sorrow. I don't belong here, hid away in the shadows, but it's the only safe place I know. Demons are family now, all I've ever known. You be my creep and I'll be your weirdo as our bodies entwine in the sheets, changing the mood entirely with lips, limbs, and sweaty libido, craving that sensual touch of flesh, wanting the flick of fingertips, begging for the delicious tongue to lick. Till we spent, sorry, till we're spent, <clears throat> excitement passes, our personal demons cry out in the night while faking a smile in the daylight. I'll be your light in the darkness, Let me be your hero and help. Save you from yourself. You don't belong here. Hid away in the shadows. End poem. 
inspired by my music. Yes, uh, so they're all gone from the field, boo. We're going to have to uh, run run away from uh, extra innings before who knows is going to show up at this empty abandoned field where we had the stadium. <laughs> but as to this right, uh, everyone has their own taste in love. You can't be positive who's going to fall in love with who and uh, which relationships are going to work. There's different personalities. We all have diversification when it comes to personality types. And uh, it's not really a precise science which ones are an exact best love match, not to uh, be uh, too much like Drew Pinsky from uh, that former MTV series, <laughs> Love Line. What do you feel of this right, Boo? <laughs> um, usually she's more naughty. I think this is more like sensual and then and done with more, I mean, not that she's skanky, she's not. I mean, with a lot of class, and um, she's sort of hinting towards the tease. I mean, that person that you love is the light, your hero that saves you. Um, she says, I don't belong here in the shadows. But at the end, she says, he doesn't belong there in the shadows. So, and, you know, who doesn't like a flick of fingertips begging for a delicious tongue to lick? I mean, I'm sold right there, you know, <laughs> until we're spent. They're so exhausted that, um, but in the daylight, they're faking it, you see. So they don't, they only, maybe it's the only time they get along is in the bedroom, in the dark. Other than that, they don't see eye to eye. And that happens a lot. And then she says it's to her muse. You're amazing. I happen to know her muse is, so, <laughs> no kidding. But uh, really good. I'm sure he's just loving it. Great job. Yeah, that's uh, definitely not information we should be sharing on airtime. The relationship to go <laughs> on here at, at the I site, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. but uh, you know, it, it became something out of like uh, George Romero's The Crazies when it came to the field. Everyone ran away because of the Omicron virus. Thank you uh, once again, Sala. Thank you, Naomi, and uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Wayne for calling. Thank you, Wayne Gretchen, Drop? for calling. Yes, Wayne Drop. And, uh, okay, you know what I'm going to say next, don't you? Thank you, uh, everyone else hey. who could listen to the show tonight. <laughs> what, what are you going to say? Are we off there? Yeah. Are we off there? Are we off? No, no. We're, we're going to close the show right now. I'm going to do the closing song. Okay. And uh, thank what you all for coming pick? to Extra Innings. Who won, who lost, there was more girls on the field than guys, so uh, just face it, sometimes hey, we Raz, do hit like this. Raz, I have, a, yes. I have a request, Raz, from the boss, okay? Can more, you do me more, a favor? More request. What? Can you read Surrender for me? Surrender? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I can do that favor for you. Why not? It's uh, definitely because I know Soul is listening and she wants to hear it, and so I figured you could read it live. That I had written over someone who has inspired me recently to uh, feel those kinds of emotions, which are akin to uh, love poetry. Here's the poem: mm-hmm. Surrender, surrender. <laughs> she rises like a morning dove. The previous dawns all weep and blush. The mother of all creation. It's a woman who upholds the concerto libretto to crooked men made of solar dust. Nature is ravaged, naked by comparison of her 
cordial and prompt movements. The inspiration to go on living is part of the sacred bond for fame, which loathes the orange-crushed diadem. Fifty-foot wells attend the resident city walls by which she would shrink off death with a staring contest kiss. A shame thinking of others was the proposed solution of denial, silences. She rose like an olive branch, fills the humid desert to blossom into lavish wilderness. I recognize the absent negation in the rapture of surrendering, surrendering to ethereal bliss. End poem. Oh, yeah, that's so beautiful. I, I'm so soul to read it, so gorgeous job there, Raz. So romantic. Really beautiful. Sometimes um, there's nothing else you can do but surrender to love because otherwise you're just going to fight a, a losing struggle of which no one really finally wins. And I think that's uh, mm-hmm. the key part here with this love lyric. And uh, oh, thank you. Once again, for listening to us, all of you listeners out there of La Costa Nostra Radio, we would like to wish you all good night. Boo, are you going to say good night? Thank you all. Good night. Thanks, everybody, for your rights and your reads. And I was trying to find the song for you, Raz, I was going to play, but I can't find the Beatles one here. we got too many many things. Yeah, I have an actual song in mind. Here we go. Good night, everyone. Okay, good night. Thank you. Thank you, Red.
And so this concludes our show. Wait. Yeah, this concludes our show. Holla, holla. Mama, holla back. We are family at LCN. Until